Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and today I want to talk to you about what we're learning through these current times and how our practices are at the forefront of our peace and our clarity and how important it is for us to be in a state of peace, calm, and clarity, especially during these times. So before we get into today's conversation, I do want to let you know about some offerings from our community members that can support you during this time, especially because so many of us are now at home and there are a lot of offerings out there to support us in various ways. So one, there is a beautiful member named Parita Shah and she does Reiki work in healing and teaching in New York and New Jersey. But if you go to her website, ParitaShahHealing.com, you can gain access to some free Reiki infused guided meditations. That's perfect for those of you who may have trouble meditating on your own or just enjoy guided journeys so that you can completely let go. So paritashahealing.com, access your free Reiki infused guided meditations. Now, for those of you who want to move or like a moving meditation, you can visit bravingthelight.com forward slash yoga to join some free online yoga classes. You can also, of course, donate um, if you would like to contribute, but If you don't have anything to contribute, you can join these online yoga classes for free. And these are being held by Turtle Julian, another beautiful member of the community. And then finally, you can visit my website, theenergeticalchemist.com, and access 22 Days of Transformation. This is a free offering that I've had for a few years now. But if you are at home and looking for ways to observe yourself, direct the mind, understand what these tools, practices, and techniques are all about, just go to my website, sign up for the newsletter, and you will get free access to 22 Days of Transformation, which is a guided journey. And a lot of people find um, some interesting things about themselves in doing the journey. So I hope that you enjoy these free resources. Links for all of them will be down in the show description. And for now, just, you know, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, everyone. Happy Monday. I hope that you are all doing well during these changing times. I have received a lot of messages recently asking how I'm coping and what I'm doing. What are my thoughts around all of this? And, you know, really, it's kind of simple. (laughs) I kind of laugh at how uh, simple it is. The truth is that I believe my practice of meditation and energy work is what has kept me calm and grounded. But we'll get into all of that in a moment. For now, what I really want to talk to you about is how so many lives have been disrupted, and how we're trying to adapt to these changes. Now, of course, some are more drastic than others. There are many people now that are having to work from home, and this is the first time, which can be, again, something challenging, something new to adapt to. There are many people who have lost their jobs, and there are so many people still working, and even at the risk of getting sick, And then there's the whole other spectrum of entrepreneurs who are taking big hits in their businesses during these times. A lot of also people doing the type of work that we do. But 
What I want to remind all of us of, no matter what our current state is, what we're going through personally, is that the keys are always in how we respond and acknowledging what we are learning. In all of our challenging times, there are always opportunities. Sometimes we don't feel like seeing them or acknowledging them, but we can support ourselves and help ourselves through these times and transitions so much more if we can just sink into and accept that there are opportunities to learn, to grow, to transform, to heal, to do things in new ways, even probably beyond what we may have ever um, imagined before, or sometimes even inspiring us to do things that we hadn't made time for before. But one of the main things I really wanted to talk about today is that You know, a lot of people are experiencing some stress, some worry, and if that is a space you're in, and even if it's not, you know, I just want to invite you right now to take a breath, inhale, and as you exhale, just release the tension, let your shoulders fall, start to relax your body, and let's all together redirect our attention, even just for this moment, towards what we can do and the opportunities that are on hand. Now, I want to talk to you about what we can do on a personal level and also collectively. Now, on a personal level, it seems we are given this opportunity to update and understand our roles. The roles we're playing as members of the collective, as members of the community, and how our work, what we are doing, is really for the benefit of all. Now, I believe we're being asked to own and to honor our lives as expressions of divine will. This is a time where we can really consider what we can do and what we will do in this space. So again, I just want you to really consider and take in that your self-work is for the benefit of all. You know, a lot of people wonder, what can I do? And we'll talk about again what we can do collectively. But it is so important and don't overlook what you do in your own space and how impactful that is. I was thinking about this a lot lately. Um, Even someone in the secret circle posted something asking what she can do as a level one practitioner. And it just made me realize again how much we tend to overlook the importance of how we are being and how we often forget how impactful just our expression, our impressions, our projections are, how much we influence each other, again, just from how we are being, let alone how we are doing or acting. So it made me think of uh, the story, which I've told on the podcast before, so I'll, I'll keep it very short and to the point. Several years ago, I met a bodhisattva And what struck me about her is that I could literally feel love and peace emanating from this woman, even from outside of the building that she was in. You could literally feel the energy of her before approaching her. But what happened is as I got closer to her, her energy became more palpable. 
Now, in the moment, I really had no idea what I was feeling. It was confusing. It was intriguing. It was a lot of things. And then it was hindsight, of course, that really had me understand what it was that I felt. In fact, it was years later before I even looked up to see what a bodhisattva was and what that meant. So I think of her often, especially, you know, very much recently. And I think of her as a reminder that we are all designed and capable of sending love into the world by being love. She was just sitting and being. Her projection, her frequency was so strong and palpable that you could feel it from outside of the building she was in. So I share this and I wanted to come today to encourage you to connect with yourself. Use this time to really go deeper into your self-exploration, to go deeper into your healing, to go deeper into your work, your practice. If you already have one, go a little deeper. If you're cultivating one, be excited and look at how impactful and important it can be, not just for you, but again, for the collective. So one thing that I always recommend is meditation, but I was just having a conversation about meditation with someone recently, and what I realized in that conversation is that meditation, while it is great for helping us learn how to direct our mind, even with focusing on the breath and calming our nervous system, it's a beautiful technique to really support our health our mental and physical health because of how calming it is to our nervous system and how we do come into this space of peace. But what I realized is that calmness and that peace is actually more impactful than we realize. So while, yes, there's a part to it that we can feel and understand that, you know, it takes us out of our stress, our anxiety, our worry, and that's great. But I truly believe it does something much more to our system or that calmness, that peace that we achieve in meditation is so much more impactful to our system than we can fully understand or recognize. And of course, we always talk about how meditation we can connect with and start to recognize and build a relationship with our higher mind in that state of clarity, moving beyond the noise and um, the chatter of our minds, right? And a lot of us get some beautiful insights in that space. But again, it's so much bigger than that. It's so much more impactful when you really think about how this can influence your life and how you are being how you are existing, how you are creating, but even more, how you are projecting back out into the world. The love, the capacity of love and peace that you are able to generate and project back out for the benefit of all. Now, of course, with this being Reiki Radio, I have to talk about Reiki and how beautiful this practice is. And again, like the Um, member of the seeker circle who is wondering what can I do even as a level one practitioner the beauty is that we get to work on ourselves do some self-reiki do some reiki remotely for others do reiki for the healing and benefit of the planet now if you are again someone who is a level one practitioner or even if you don't practice reiki at all 
there are other ways that we hold this type of energy in our consciousness. A lot of people do it in the form of prayer. Some people do it in the form of affirmation, mantra, setting clear intention. Some of us in meditation will hold the visual of seeing the entire globe with the intent of healing happening for us all globally in the highest and best way. Don't underestimate that what you hold in consciousness and what you project back out into the field of one is helping. And the truth is, we're all projecting out something anyway. So what if you decide and choose to manage your own mind, your energy, your field, so that what you are projecting back out is of support, rather than adding to the fear and the chaos? We can be more supportive and get more done, quite frankly, if we're in a space of clarity. Now, another thing you can do in this time in practice, a lot of people are curious about, well, how do I connect with my higher mind? How do I become more intuitive? All of these things. One of the most simple things you could do is meditate, but straight out of meditation, do some automatic writing and journaling. Allow your streams of consciousness to just flow through you. Just write without thought, without editing, without trying to worry about grammar, spelling. Just let your divine inspiration flow through you. Write it down. You may be surprised to see what comes through. And the more you practice this, the easier it becomes and the more will come through. And the key really in all of this is practice, right? And a lot of people have said they don't have time or they haven't figured out how to make time for their practice. And right now, quite frankly, a lot of us have time that we didn't have before. So this is a beautiful time to become more diligent and dedicated to crafting a practice for yourself. Now, outside of us, and even though what I've just explained is for our benefit, but also for the benefit of all, we can also tune into acts of kindness. It's so interesting to me that, you know, in times of crisis, we often find people becoming more communal, right? Our empathic nature really kicks in. We remember that we're connected. We remember that we're all in this together. And people do so many different things to try to support each other, to be there for each other in any way that we can. And we're seeing a lot of this even online with, you know, some different offerings that people are doing, just like some that I mentioned in the beginning of the opening of the show. This is such a beautiful time to find ourselves. Let the stress point you back in. Let the questions point you back in. It reminds me of how this work in general is often, you know, triggered by the catalyst of stress, of upset, of some significant change or shift in someone's life. That's how a lot of us come into this work. And let this time be a reminder of why we do this work. You know, take some time to consider what you actually do have room for now. What is priority to you in this moment? Practice your practice or develop one. For many, this is a time to work on your business, to study what you've been saying you want to study. 
This is a time to prepare yourself for new dreams and visions. What you can do now to prepare yourself to start bringing these things into fruition. And again, it's also a time of togetherness. It's really amazing when you think about it. Um, It reminds me of some years ago in San Diego, we had a blackout and all of these different neighborhoods, communities were coming outside and neighbors were engaging and interacting in ways that they never had before because no one had electricity. So people were coming outside of their houses, sharing food, barbecuing together, doing what they could as a community to support each other. Now, in this time, we're being asked, even some of us being forced, to stay away from other people, to avoid spreading the virus, to not go outside. And because of how rapidly things are spreading, it also reminds me of how infectious we are, how influential we are, how we do impact each other in all ways. It made me think about laughter, how infectious laughter is, or even crying, or even yawning. If you're around someone and they're cracking up, you can't help but laugh. If you're around someone and they're crying, you can't help but being triggered emotionally. And of course, you know, you yawn, the next person's going to (laughs) yawn. We impact each other in all ways, not just sickness, illness, right? Think about how we feel and take on each other's joy. How we get excited for people and their wins. And in this moment, we're seeing very clearly how we also are impacted by and take on each other's fear. Let this time really be a reminder that we're separate from no thing, especially each other. We impact each other in all ways. So while there is a lot of fear being spread, of course, you know, remember your own ability to infect the world with love and through togetherness, that you could do a lot just through your being that whatever you hold in consciousness is going back out into the field of one. Remember that we can and will get through this together. And you're not alone in wanting to support. You're not alone in wanting to love and help and to be calm. You know, again, it's really interesting how crisis often amplifies our humanity and and I feel like it encourages us to wake up, right? So if you are looking for ways to utilize this time, allowing your self-work to be of benefit to all, I have a couple tips for you. Very simple. We can start our day in meditation. Connect with yourself Calm your own nervous system on the breath. Come into that practice of directing your mind out of the chaos. If you have trouble directing the mind, you can do something like chant. You can listen to guided meditations. But in that space, you may want to hold space for love. Remembering to hold that intention for healing and love globally beyond your personal friends and family. Love and healing for all in the highest and best way. 
Imagine how impactful that would be if we all took time to do this. You can also spend some time in your day to journal for release, letting out your thoughts, your ideas. Just let it out. Journal. Or you can practice automatic writing as a way to recognize and become familiar with your higher mind. You can also set clear plans or have a clear schedule for yourself. Just because we're at home doesn't mean that schedule and structure have to go out the window. Use this time to your benefit. Work, take classes, and practice your practice. Do what you can. Set a clear plan for yourself, stay committed to it, and get it done. And then at the end of the day, remember make time for gratitude. What were you able to accomplish? What was it like? What acts of gratitude were you able to participate in or did you witness in the world? Now again, there are some free resources for you. If you want to have some free Reiki-infused meditations, they are guided, beautiful meditations, go to paritashahealing.com. And again, that link is in the show description. If you want to move your body, there is some free online yoga. You could also make a donation. And that's at bravingthelight.com forward slash yoga. Turtle will be hosting live yoga classes at 8 a.m. Pacific on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Another thing you could do if you enjoy chanting is one of my teachers, Franz Steiner. He is doing morning chanting on Facebook. It's free. And so you can go to Facebook, look him up. You can also participate in some of his online courses if you go to ihreiki.com, although the online courses, you know, there are fees for those. And then on last week's episode of Reiki Radio, I had a conversation with Christopher Lee. We talked about the Reiki Gokai, and that's a beautiful practice, especially during these times, just focusing on the Gokai, the Reiki principles or precepts. In fact, you can listen to the entire archive of Reiki Radio. There are so many episodes that may support you in this time. Just go back in the archives, look at the titles, and see what speaks to you. Another option you have is to join us in the Seeker Circle. We have group discussions there. They are live. And in fact, tomorrow morning on Tuesday, we are having a live discussion at 10 a.m. Pacific, which is 1 p.m. Eastern. And that conversation will be about togetherness. And you are welcome to join us. Again, it's at the Seeker Circle online on Facebook. And then finally, you can sign up for my newsletter, again, to access 22 Days of Transformation. You just go to my website, theenergeticalchemist.com, and get information about that. There will also be some online uh, courses that I will be sharing with you all with some very special low pricing just to support people who are taking this time right now to study and practice new things. So you will be able to access my Reiki tools and intuitive mastery as well as intuitive Reiki. And for more information about that, you just want to make sure you are signed up for my newsletter and the coupon code for those will go out tomorrow. And finally, if you want to do live guided journeys with me and work with me in more live events, you can sign up and become a part of my patron family. All of that information is on my website at theenergeticalchemist.com. So that is it for today. 
I do want to remind those of you who enjoy moon rituals that tomorrow is the new moon in Aries, so happy new moon. And if you want to know more about that, you get access to Creating with the Moon and Stars when you sign up for my newsletter. And again, links for everything that I mentioned are in the comments below. So if you take anything from today's show, I hope it's that you really recognize the importance and how impactful your self-work is and remembering that what you do, what you hold in consciousness, what you radiate out energetically is for the benefit of all. Okay, everyone, I thank you as always for being here and remember to always journey in love.